0: But the Kiwi side was named yesterday by the coach, David Kidwell, and the convener of selectors, Tawera Nikau, who joins us this morning to have a bit of a chat. Uh, Tawera, thanks for your time this morning.
1: Hey morning, boys. Yeah, no, always good to have a chat to you guys. Uh,
0: so well, how, how is it when you actually, it takes you until the last minute to have hmm. your team sorted before you read it out? Talk us through that process.
1: Oh, mate, It's a bit disappointing in terms of that. Players are uh, flip-flopping. Obviously, you know, they're very disappointed around... Um, you know, Jason opting to play for Tonga, but at the end of the day, uh, we want players in the squad that really want to play for New Zealand. Um, and, uh, you know, we saw that yesterday, the Tongans there's a number of them that have decided to go play for Tonga, which is which is one good thing, I suppose, in terms of the Rugby League World Cup, that it's going to be a lot more competitive, especially in our pool, where we have Samoa, uh, Tonga, and uh, also Scotland. So, you know, there's a... Uh, it's a great opportunity for, uh, you know, Rugby League World Cup. And I think you had Andrew on earlier this morning talking about how ticket sales have spiked for them. But, yeah, very disappointing for us. If we'd known a little bit earlier, uh, it would have been a lot better. But, hey, that's the way it is. Um, and uh, we just have to deal with it and move on.
0: Yeah, you talked about the disappointment yesterday, and you're clearly talking us through that again. But are you ang- are you guys angry? Are you pissed off with the way in which Jason conducted himself?
1: I oh, mean, all it is is just a phone call. You know, we're big boys. We understand that players can make their decisions and do what they want to do. But at the end of the day, it's just good to have a bit of courtesy and be a bit more respectful. You know, Kitty's been put in a pretty tough situation in terms of that. So, uh, yeah, well, of course, we're a, bit, we're a bit disappointed. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we want, we've got 24 players here that are willing to pull on that Kiwi jumper and do the best possible job that they can do. And that's what we're focused
2: on. Mm. Tawa uh Nado here. I, yesterday morning I was I was torn, I didn't know what to be. I was like going like why why, why would Jason do this? And then I thought, well, why didn't these guys have their team sorted three months ago? And then I was almost like going, actually, why is there a rule where this can even happen? But as it's um sort of become more apparent and the layers have peeled open, it's, oh, the best thing I could um parallel it with Taburu was like, you guys were almost like a team on Survivor or one of those shows that's just been blindsided by someone in your alliance. Because I suppose what, what you would have thought you had your team sorted, well, 80% of it at least, what, a couple of months ago at least?
1: Oh, mate, through the process, you know, it's, you know, even through last year, this year, we have a squad of 40 players, you know, that you're sort of talking to those guys, you know, after the Anzac test, it's whittled down to 30. Then you have your basic squad, and then you're just w- looking on form and injuries around how that team's selected. So up until, you know, the grand final, uh, talking to the players after that, you know, two days before you get, you know, get blindsided, as you said, no around what's happening. So, yeah, it is disappointing, but at the end of the day, um, you know, you've just got to adjust it and move on from it, as I said. But, yes, that's something that we've worked through through the process around picking players, form, and a whole number of different number of other things. So, yeah, we definitely would have had our team, we thought, sorted uh, way before the grand final last week, barring some injuries.
0: Well, are so many guys, though, have made themselves unavailable and they've decided to play for Tonga. What does that say about the Kiwis' leadership that so many guys don't want to play for New Zealand now?
1: Oh, they, well, obviously, I think there's, you know, we want the players that do want to play for it. Obviously, there's been some issues and people are throwing things around, but ultimately, at the end of the day, um, you know, we as the Kiwis uh, want them to play for us. Now, the people are saying things about Kitty, about the coach, about not playing for it, but ultimately, you know, we were saying that those players that are playing in the team really want to play. You know, obviously, there's been some challenges, and you know, Jason's come out and said uh, that he didn't want to play because of this and that. Um, you know, it is disappointing. because has I've even just given David a call just to say, you know, what he's actually doing.
0: Well, let's have a look at a, at a few of the guys that are in and some that are not. Isaac Luke has missed out. Is that down to a poor season for the Warriors, in your opinion?
1: Oh, we've talked extensively to to Isaac throughout the year, and David's had the, had a had a chat to him around his form, and um, you know, just the way that he's performed for the Warriors this year hasn't really been up to the standard that's required. So, um, yeah, that's really sad for Isaac, but he actually knows there's a few things that he has to work on he wants to get back to the form and and be part of the Kiwi side.
2: My favourite, one of my favourite players is in your team. I like him. Joseph Tarpini. He reminds me of an old teammate of yours, perhaps maybe with the volume turned down a little bit, Brendan Tuta. Is he our guy? Is Tarpini, is is he going to be our, 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 our hard man through the middle there?
1: Oh, I think there's a couple of hard men. when you look at it, Nato in terms of that he's, he's just one of those young kids that's you know pretty raw bone. He reminds me of a young Quinton Pongia, who was pretty probably tough too. Oh, um, yes. In terms of that, maybe you know Nato, and he's played at the the Raiders. Now, he's one of those guys that'll come through. But you, you know Marty DePel, Jared Wardia, Hargrave is another one that'll be playing through the middle there. So you know, in saying that we've lost a couple of those players, we still have a really good solid base with some some experience. Uh, pushing through the middle, then, and I'm really excited about you know big the giant Nelson Masafa Solomon. Mm. Uh, we saw him play in the grand final on, on Sunday night, you know. So um, how do you also, think you'll you know, use him? Yeah, well, that's uh, that's something for the coaches. You know what David's talked about in this series is that to beat us, you know, to beat Australia and, and uh, we do get to the final is you know you got to have players that are actually playing some football, so you have to score some points. So I think Nelson, you know, we saw him play for the Melbourne Storm. He comes off the bench. He's very has some big runs through the middle, just, you know, scatters a few players. So he probably he might be used in that role of um, you know, punching a lot more power through the middle of the ruck there. Yeah.
2: Um to, did Tohu give you any indication that he was um thinking that he, he might have to take time off with injury, I guess, in the leader. I mean it's sort of got lost a little into Malolo.
1: Yeah, no, Torhu's one of those guys that's been in the picture for a long time, Nathan. you know, he's a highly valued member of the team. Um you know, David had been talking to him through the year, and he didn't know that he was playing busted. You know, come back with the injury and stuff. So, you know, he's just got to have some uh, minor stuff to be getting himself ready for next year. But, you know, all the players uh, and David's been in contact with them throughout the year. Uh, you know, checking on their form, how they're going. You know, getting them ready for the campaign. So he was. He did tell us that he might have to have an operation after the final.
0: And guys like Jared Wairia Hargraves who were told they weren't required and then all of a sudden you have to do a U-turn and tell them because of what had transpired, what are those conversations like?
1: Oh, that was a difficult conversation. You know, as a selection panel, you go through all these different scenarios, Kento. You know, Jared was one of the guys that we did talk to earlier on. He's always been in the pitcher. He's always been in the wire squad. Um, you know, and It's just saying, listen... Uh, there's a few things you need to work on. Why you need to be back in the team, but you know he's put his hand up and he's you know uh, committed to 100% of being part of the Kiwi campaign in this World Cup.
0: And if that's what you're after, if you're after commitment and guys that want to play for the Kiwis, would you be reluctant therefore to pick Jason Tormalolo again for New Zealand further down the track?
1: Oh, those are the tough once again decisions that we've got to have and discussions that we're going to have to have. when we get to that position, but you know if you're picking players for this World Cup, then. You know, you've know, you got to show a bit of loyalty. You've got to show a bit of, you know, to those guys that have put their hand up and said they want to be playing. So, you know, those are the discussions that the selections will have when it gets to the time. But if you're looking at players that have, uh, you know, said, yep, I want to be part of this, that are 100% committed to the black jersey, that are respecting the jersey, you know, uh, and all those that have gone before it, you'd certainly take that into consideration.
2: I vote I no. Don't. Know. don't. Don't do that. <laughs> but, hey, you know, well, I think, well. like you said, it's guys that want to play for the Kiwis because I, I don't want it to come across like you know like the person that always takes someone back when they're cheating on you. It's like you had your chance. I'm awesome.
1: Oh, well, you know, that's, and those, those are the things that we'll we'll discuss and talk about because, you know, if you look at the the players that you really want on the team, it's those guys that, you know, that are going to do the tough yards. When the going does get tough, you want them to be there you know, so those are, you know, I think the Rugby League International Federation has to have a look at, at the rules around the eligibility during the World Cups and yeah. flip-flopping, whether it's just you just change once and that's it, you're going to play for Tonga for the rest of your career, that's it, you're going to play for Tonga, or you're going to play for some more, you know, in the past it's been able to, you know, uh, changing in this, so I'm sure that'll be on the agenda for for the Rugby League International Federation later at the end of the tournament, so it'll be quite interesting, but when you think about that, on the other side of the hat, and you you know you, you can understand why some of these guys want to go and play for Tonga. We saw Andrew Fafita. you know, last year he got uh, thrown out of the Aussie team for not behaving properly. He gets picked Vichy and then he pulls the pin. You know what I mean? So it, it's quite interesting times in terms of that with players jumping from uh, country to country. But if you look at the competition now, and you look at uh, how evenly matched the Samoan team got, some outstanding players NRL. Super League, you know, the Tongan team, you want a competitive World Cup, and if you look at the bigger picture, in terms of growing our game, uh, you know, the Pacific Nations, the Island Nations, now uh, now and into the future going to be, be a big part of that, so instead of them being tier two nations, you know, in the next three to five years, they could be another tier one nation competing evenly uh, at the next World Cup.
0: Hey, thanks tower we'll talk to you later Sorry, in the man, tournament, eh?
1: Hey, uh, no worries boys, it's always a pleasure.